Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome, guys. We have <laughs> to the Alive podcast, everybody. We're super happy that you're here. It's us again, as every Monday. Um, it's our fifth edition of the Alive podcast, which means that we are one month old. Uh, and it's really crazy how many things changed around this one month. Um, I remember like the first time we started, it was very crazy and harsh quarantine. And right now life is turning back to normal. So yeah, um, this is um, the fifth edition, as I said, and today we're talking on ocean of opportunities. Um, this is a topic that you chose for us. And it's this, we're gonna dive into a whole like, metaphor of choices and how to make the right choices, how to choose the right thing for us, um, how to make opportunities, how to create, how to give them away. Um, but before we dive into all of this, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about today's session. Um, I see that we already have a few people joining, so maybe you can tell me where are you joining from. Um, I am right now in Bulgaria. Uh, Vika and I are in Copenhagen, and we're trying to be as international as possible. So as every Monday, uh, we're going to be here for around one hour, and we are really trying to create a collaborative conversation with you. So feel free to join with questions, with stories. Uh, from time to time, we're going to try to engage you with some um, questions or challenges from our side. Um, and you can be as participative as you want. Uh, or as you feel like. Um, yes, we're gonna start with a quick check-in to see how everybody's going. Then we're gonna dive into the main part. Um, you're gonna learn what actually Life Design Circle is, um, which is who we are and what we do here with the podcast. And yeah, that's everything I have to say for now. Uh, and girls, maybe you can um, continue on. A warm welcome from Copenhagen, everybody. And we're hi here to Berlin. Yes, hi to Berlin. <laughs> we are here with Vika. And uh, as Vika introduces, the three of us are the creative minds behind Life Design Circle. This is a project that is very close to our hearts and is a um, creative expression of our beliefs that life should be lived fully and boldly. And um, it is a project that we are combining, where we are combining our superpowers, literally, uh, from the field of design, the field of communication, the field of innovation. And we're using tools so to help and inspire people to live their lives in a way that they would be more productive, they would create a more, more well-being for, for themselves, and that they would try forward, um, solving daily challenges. And um, yes, and uh, Life Design Circle has a lot more to offer that will come in the upcoming months. So far, uh, we have done uh, a dance session every week uh, called Mornings of Glory. And we have endured the quarantine in a very fun way internationally with all of our friends uh, online. And now that is a live podcast where we are giving voice to ourselves but also to you guys um, to have different kind of topics topics that we think matter and are important to be um, yeah to be mentioned more in the public space and what exactly is the live podcast Vika? So with a live podcast we want to open up a space uh, <clears throat> for you guys to join us in our conversations 
uh, we believe um, that those topics are important to bring outside of the private conversations uh, so we can learn from each other. That's why we invite you to be our host um, of, the, of those sessions. Uh, like your questions, um, your, um, your keywords that will guide our direction are very valuable at each session because then we can go into the fields that we wouldn't go by ourselves and will always bring us some more insights. Uh, so please be active, um, just share your experience and treat it as a safe space because it is. Uh, we also invite you to be, we also ask you to be respectful and um, and not judging and uh, because we want you, all of you feel comfortable uh, so we can, yeah, we can share your thoughts, experiences and learn from each other. So thank you for joining us. Uh, we're super excited as always to have you with us and uh, hear from you. Uh, and maybe before we start going into the topic, um, which is ocean opportunities, uh, I thought maybe I'll ask you, uh, what was the last opportunity you grabbed um, recently, of course? It comes um, but also to the audience, so feel free to share. I think for me, well, the first thing that pops up to my mind is last week, um, my father was going in the mountains with friends of his and he invited me. And at first I was like very skeptical because it was like my father and other pretty old men <laughs> going uh, to actually do something super adventurous and spending two great days in the mountains. But um, yeah, I just decided to join and see how it goes without even like expecting exactly what's gonna happen. And it turned out that I really, really enjoyed this time with them. And um, it turned out a great uh, wave to catch. Um, so yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Yes, my I think my last opportunity was just uh, an hour ago. <laughs> so, um, so I have this habit of uh, reaching out to people who don't necessarily know me, but just because I think that uh, the things that they are working on are interesting, so interesting and curious, then I'm just sending a message. Um, and maybe a month ago, um, a friend of mine, um, I shared the like what we are doing in the life design circle, um, and he was like, "Oh, there is this amazing uh, professor who is uh, at the, my previous school, um, the school for interaction design here in Copenhagen, and they actually established something called life-centered design." Um, and life-centered services and like, oh that sounds very interesting uh, can I have her contact and uh, yes and I reached out to her and uh, it turned out actually that we have met once at a, at a festival <laughs> so it was a, quite an interesting conversation we just had a, a nice chat for half an hour and it was very interesting to see what they have um, in mind with uh, life-centered <clears throat> design wow that sounds very good <laughs> <laughs> You're creating also opportunities. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And you, Vika. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask you this question. I start to also like go back in my memory. What can I share? Uh, I think maybe the opportunities that I took yesterday. There was going to demonstration, um, like Lives Matter. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it was first time going for such a big demonstration, and uh, I thought it was a great opportunity to take a stand and go with other people together to support a good cause. 
um, mm -hmm. yeah, fight against racism and um, try to make a change in this way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I feel that was like the biggest opportunities in the last couple of days I took. I felt quite great. <laughs> I will use this opportunity right now to invite everybody to um, really keep the momentum going with everything that's happening, not only in the US, but all around the world regarding the Black Lives Movement. Um, and yeah, just be as active as you can, because I really think that um, all small um, actions from our side can really influence other people. Yeah, yes. yeah. Small actions are also like just giving a comment in the chat box. Uh, which is my invitation to you guys to share again where, where are you from, are you watching us and are you here with us in this virtual space mm -hmm. today. And um, we can see from Lars, he also shared his recent opportunity. Joining a design thinking program as a coach without prior experience. Oh, nice. <laughs> Great for courage. Super nice. <laughs> Super nice. Yes, and on that note, I think we already gave some examples of how opportunities could look in a different way, right? Um, an opportunity could be an opportunity towards, uh, towards something that you consider uh, a chance to go further with your career, with your project, or just a chance to have a nice time with your dad and his friends. Um, so um, what do you think, girls, is uh, how can we formulate, can we formulate a definition what an opportunity is? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I would say opportunity is... Let's uh, go, Vika. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moment. <laughs> um, is uh, when something you could benefit from uh, comes as an actionable thing, like something you could join. Um, and then you can benefit in some way from it, like in short. Um, I actually like the metaphor with the um, with wave and surfing because it's exactly this thing that comes, like you're in there in the middle of somewhere, you think you have a direction, you're sometimes even not sure like where you're going, but then something comes to help you and to bring you a little bit forward. Um, I think this is opportunity. Opportunity is something that you haven't planned so it comes um spontaneously to bring you further and to help you yes mm -hmm. yes <laughs> yeah i like that i like the wave metaphor and i do agree that there is partly spontaneity in the whole mm. adventure but I also, I was thinking of um, trying to grasp my understanding of opportunity so far. And it's, it's actually something like a cross point between your intentional direction and like your, your alignment within yourself with where you want to go mm. and the external environment that gives you momentum. Mm. That is, I think, the slide that Fikra mentioned uh, as like external push. And then this cross point between the two is the is the moment when you actually are ready to recognize the opportunity. Mm. So um, that for me would be both on the inside on, and on the outside perspective. Mm. Yes, I love that. And I actually think that before even talking about uh, grabbing opportunities, making choices or whatever, it's really important to point out that um, this compass that you're saying, like knowing the direction that you're going to, because if you're just flowing around without any idea where you're going, 
um, you're probably gonna end up nowhere. Um, so might maybe you might, enjoy it, <laughs> you, might, you, you might enjoy the the environment, just the view when on a surf. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> better do. Like you better do if you're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. But yeah, well, well said. It's uh, quite important to know where you wanna head, or if you don't know, just to be open on trying different opportunities but still recognize them as opportunities. But for sure, if you know what is your goal, like why are you heading in the upcoming years, doesn't have to be like ultimate goal. Uh, it's uh, It helps a lot to notice those opportunities and maybe to choose the right ones because as we believe there are many around us, but it's important to select the most important ones. I'm curious to know like if you, Years ago, I was thinking that there is like this one moment in life where you find your compass and your um, your direction and you know exactly where you're going. Um, and this is it for life. And I realized that this is not exactly how it goes. Um, so I'm wondering how often do you um, really reconnect with your compass and sit there and be like, okay, am I going into the um, right direction? Is this where I wanted to go? Um, I know that a lot of people use like the time around maybe new year's eve or maybe around like birthdays to do that how is it for you also people from um that are joining us and are here in our virtual space um let me know too how often do you um check in with your compass on that occasion just want to say hi to copenhagen <laughs> hey copenhagen <laughs> um it's an interesting question because i just uh, realize that I don't have those particular moments in my life when I'm trying to do this, but it's usually like it's some signs on the way saying now it's the time to try it. And I started to do mm -hmm. it quite recently, like intentionally to yeah to check my compass and yeah do a session around it. And uh, it is quite helpful to do it every now and then because we also change and our priorities change and. Yeah, our ideas about ourselves in future also change. Mm -hmm. So when you sense this change, I think that's the moment when you should consider checking with yourself what is actually that I want, and uh, yeah, and how can I get there? Mm -hmm. Yes, that is very much true, and I think we have touched upon this um, one in one of our mm -hmm. uh, previous episodes. Um, that's I quite often calibrate my compass again because I think that if I do it on a regular basis, um, like weekly or monthly, then I am aware what's happening. And if if whatever roadmap I have um, laid down for myself, if it's still um, accurate. Um, but I, I would also use the opportunity to um, to say what I think. Um, opportunities are not <laughs> so i really think it's not a rigid plan that you you have and you have to be stuck to um to, for me it doesn't really work when i when i say next one year would look like this because i really feel that i need to leave the space for other things to occur and life surprises me every day i we meet people all the time we hear new things and insights so I feel like my compass is just uh, is just working, being there for my satisfaction of of achievement and of moving forward and just a tool to check in. But it's not a thing like a like a plan that I want I want to follow. And this is 
this is the only right way. It's the right way for for now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's yeah, better do the check-in often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. And uh, I see Lars word to us that uh, the way metaphor is that you can also let one opportunity go and then the next one will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a good point uh, because uh, sometimes we just don't feel like taking the opportunity and it's all right and because maybe it's not the right time maybe we have more things going on on our plate or maybe there are other things other reasons of that and opportunities will keep coming but uh, we just have to yeah we just have to know when to take them and uh just do you, do you maybe you have some i know experience to share or advice to say like when do you know is uh, the right way to catch or when it's a time to let it pass and just wait for the next one. When it's the right time to catch. Yeah. And when you serve. <laughs> uh, I wish that my flatmate would could join us on this chat because mm-hmm. he, he's actively surfing and he always gets so excited like about literally. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. <laughs> surfing. But he gets very excited um about about surfing and he always mentions this big wave that you need to wait for and uh, it was very interesting actually once we sat down to watch a competition in surfing um and i was curious because i didn't know what the rules are and there were six people who were waiting for the wave so one would be allowed to have the next one but then during the time that we've watched like 10 minutes you wait for 10 minutes and then the Mm. guy didn't catch the wave and there was one wave coming and the second wave coming and he wouldn't catch the wave and I was like, wow, what is he doing? Why is he not going for it? And then it turned out that, um, of course, you have like you have more benefits if you catch the right one for you. And then you like your attempt lasts longer. So he was looking for the right, like the one right one that he would um yeah he would go for and that was his strategy and then but the other guys could catch the wave um if they want to if he misses it so there was this one other guy who went for three other waves smaller but then he still had some things on his account like some points and um i thought what an interesting strategy even if if in sports because you either go for many different opportunities on a smaller scale you might not big like win the big success at a time but it, it truly is an experience and you build upon your experience mm-hmm. um and you probably know better afterwards or you you wait for this one big thing that would make your life amazing but you can get also disappointed if you don't make mm-hmm. it ah oh, that's a very interesting <laughs> that you've got this life experience yes <laughs> super great but at the same time i feel that in real life i don't think i can re- recognize how big the waves are when i'm seeing them or like when they're happening and to me it really is that um you just grab it you just really go there and sometimes it's not exactly what you've expected sometimes it turns out to be um much much bigger than you thought um so Vika, I really can't tell you how to recognize the big wave, but I think um, it's really, yeah, about throwing yourself into things and seeing how it goes. Um, maybe something that I learned or maybe I have as, as an advice is that the more things you have on your plate, the less things, the less waves um, uh, you can really grab. 
because your attention is spread all over the place and you're super busy and everything is going on. And sometimes we, 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 we really need to um, leave space for waves to come, I have the feeling. And also um, it is something, sometimes we try to grab every, every little wave that we have because of um, maybe a fear that another wave will not come. And this is like our chance right now. Um, but yeah, there's always another uh, another one coming. I'm actually very curious that you're saying that because my experience is exactly the opposite. The more difference, variety of, for example, projects I have, the less I get dissatisfied or even um, um, disappointed. It, because if I know that if one one thing doesn't uh, doesn't work mm. out today, the other thing would, or I have other things that to be excited for and expect for. Yeah. So that's quite interesting, like two different approaches mm -hmm. to big and small ways. But I speak as some common ground here as well, because still like when <laughs> jumping your projects, you're still being selective. You just don't take each opportunity to come. You, you're still being selective in this way, even though it's like quite diverse thing. And I completely agree with the keeping your projects diverse because yeah, if some one thing will fail, mm -hmm. you can get your ground with the other thing which is yeah which is help help is mm -hmm. great help on your way in your life uh but yeah but i think it's still like you you select those that you take mm -hmm. yeah yes there is a first first uh selection <laughs> process yeah. yeah and notes i want to welcome some people from our audience or hosts today actually and we have a hi from Seattle. Hi, that is so exciting. Taylor. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, Henrik is very active and he touched upon uh, something that is quite important. I think it's um, the feeling or like the, to remember to be curious. Curiosity is really mm. essential uh, in the ocean, so to say. Um, and he also mentions that. Um, you, you always can learn something and you don't have to be an expert before you're allowed to ask questions and do things that you maybe also don't like to do. Mm -hmm. Yes, big one, big one. Mm -hmm. Do things that you may... He also touched upon the, the question that Vika just um, asked, uh, saying that when you can... So the right opportunity is the one where you can feel um, that you feel afraid um, and it's an important situation. Mm -hmm. It's a really good one, yeah. Can, I was thinking, can we maybe come up with some uh, check uh, in the sense of how can we check uh, with yourself if it's the opportunity to take? Uh, like what mm -hmm. kind of questions mm -hmm. we ask ourselves before we take an opportunity? One that I very often do is asking myself, am I taking this because of fear or am I taking this because it's the right thing? And mm -hmm. this is a filter that I use very often. And I must admit that incredibly often the answer is also yes. We take things because um, sometimes we fear that, I don't know, we found a job or some kind of opportunity. Um, and it's not exactly the perfect one. And there are a lot of things that are maybe lacking, but then again, it's an opportunity. It came to me, probably I have to grab it because nothing better will come. Um, so yeah, one thing is checking, is it fear or is it like, um you really want it yeah it's a good one yeah i think my question would be like would i regret not doing it 
<laughs> Would I regret yeah. not, being, not being to this place, not meeting these people tonight, or not taking this course, or not taking this job opportunity? And how would I feel one month later when this is like, would I forget about it quickly? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very funny because I used to have this mantra in life, like uh, many years ago, not many, maybe a couple of years ago. Um, I always imagined that by the time I am 60, for example, mm. I thought to myself, Diana, please make sure that when you're 60, you're going to turn around and you're not going to regret things that you haven't done because mm -hmm. of fear. That was mm -hmm. like, that was the biggest mm. thing that I could imagine that I would regret. Things that I wanted to do, but I was afraid and I didn't do. So since that time, I started pushing myself and I did things like I went once to a concert on my own, like completely on my own, no friends around. Nobody wanted to come with me back at the time to oh, this specific <laughs> It was, I had a blast, honestly, all the things that I did, pushing myself, I had an amazing time because I was so sure that I want to do it no matter what. Um, and then also I need to mention the downside that at some point it became too much because you are trying to get every opportunity and then you're not really aligned with what you need or with yourself. Mm -hmm. so now my mantra is more like you better enjoy whatever, <laughs> you, whatever <laughs> you get now, better enjoy it fully. And uh, if it's one, then it's one. <laughs> this is a very first mantra, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have some comments from Taylor. She's saying um, that one thing that can help is doing a values assessment. So checking with uh, checking in with your values mm -hmm. and what you really stand for, and is this um, also, yeah, answering them. And on that note, also acknowledging that values can complete with each other. So ranking them, prioritizing. Well, this is great, uh, and it also um, expects you to be aware of your values, to know what you stand for. So maybe this is also a good start to... Have you ever done that exercise? I'm very curious. Yeah. I think I mentioned in the previous episode, it was very yeah, empowering to know it. And I just wanted to say that, Taylor, it's very, as a life designer, you're doing it. <laughs> so really awesome to see this um, because that's what we're trying also to convey to our audience that we can be life designers and know ourselves and in this way when we know who we are where we're heading um, we can yeah we can serve our ocean better mm -hmm. <laughs> ocean of opportunities and ocean of life <laughs> yeah i would like to mention um there is one very nice tool uh, besides value assessment the value assessment would be like the first step to identify your personal beliefs but also there is this uh, tool called uh, life view mm. and this is a short description of everything that you believe about life like this is a, a big one a big challenge but it's um, it's all about writing down what do you actually believe life, life is about what mm. are important things in life um, what is your role as a family member, as a like a working person, as like in all the different aspects of life? And also, what do you think would be the one important thing that you would have as legacy from life, or do you need one at all? Like, do you feel that it's important, or maybe it's maybe you just see life as an adventure and 
fun is more important for you, but then it's also making other people around you cheerful. Anyway, this is like life view is, is an, a way to explain in short, maybe like half a page, one page, what do you think about your life? And this is a, a way how you can reflect and pull out hidden values that you didn't even know are there. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice tool to use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys try it? Actually, uh, the guys from our audience, guys, girls. <laughs> Everybody in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our hosts. <laughs> Maybe we can welcome uh, all of the people that are just joining or joined us uh, in the last couple of minutes. You are right now in the space of the Alive podcast. Today we're talking about opportunities, how they come, how we grab them, uh, how we let them go and everything all, all around. And we're doing this as the Life Design Circle, um, which in which we're trying to create a global community. Um, and very, very soon there is more upcoming than only this podcast, but also events um, in Copenhagen, in Berlin. So yeah, if you're interested in learning more about life design, stick with us every Monday or go to our page. We'll make sure to share our knowledge with you. Drop us a message as well. Yes, so coming back to the tools, I really like that you touch upon the life view. I was thinking maybe we can also share a bit about Groking tool. Mm -hmm. I think it's quite interesting. Groking? Until today, I didn't know that this is called Groking, but this is something I do when I when there is a choice that I have to make and I really want to connect with my intuition because often when we make choices, we are much more in our head than um, really feeling if it's the right thing. So it's basically just imagining um, that you have made the choice that you're standing in front of. Let's say um, there is a new opportunity of a job and I'm not sure if I should take it or not. And there are pros and cons and I'm really not sure about it. Um, so I just imagine, like I put my myself into these shoes. In the morning, I wake up, I go brush my teeth, and I'm really into the mindset of, okay, I'm now going and traveling to this work. I'm going to meet my colleagues. They're going to look this and this. We're going to have like this conversation. Really, the more details, the better, actually. And while you're doing this, um, there is going to be a sense in yourself, and you're going to know um, if you really want to do that or not. And this is groking. So it's um, also taken by the book, uh, Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett. I put it down below, you can find it. Um, and it's really easy and at least for me, it was always very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a really good one. Makes you, helps you to identify and uh, on a smaller scale, instead of like taking opportunity and then regretting it or the other way around, you can mm -hmm. just put it out and it's enough to do it like for a day, for two days. Uh, but yeah, really commit to it and think into detail and then see how your body reacts, how your, how your mood reacts on it. And mm. it's going to be the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I wanted to touch upon something that you said, uh, Vika, just right now, testing. This is one of, uh, one of my favorite words <laughs> nowadays. Um, it's funny because when I uh, started studying entrepreneurship, I switched half of my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> And and my friends started asking. We can sense it. My friends started asking me like, 
why would you call like testing if you just ex like experiment with a, a cake recipe? <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. This just comes naturally. I'm just testing a cake tonight. <laughs> yeah. So testing, test. testing is one key key point uh, in life design that allows us to think a little bit more playfully about our lives, and oftentimes we. We think that um, decision making is uh, something very strategic and something very, you know, um, like it's it's a big thing. Like it's it's very important what kind of decision you make, um, especially if it's about life choices. Do I need to um, take this job opportunity and move into a different country, into a different city, without even knowing if it's gonna work out, or uh, do I? yeah do i stay where i am but also unsatisfied with what is it and but at least i know what's in front of me so um the trick with testing is that you have an idea and you have maybe a little bit of brainstorming around this idea what exactly like you want to test out uh, in it and then you find opportunities on a small scale like um, local ones or even like take your like, take some of your friends <laughs> take some of your family and try to try to do something about this idea today like mm -hmm. on a very small scale if it's like uh, I want to become a poet well um, try to do a small poem today mm -hmm. right like write it on a piece of paper um, in this way we we make it more playful for ourselves. We don't put a lot of expectations on the idea. And we also allow ourselves to just feel as kids again and, and play around with circumstances and thoughts that we have. It might not be the next big thing, but it might be the next Facebook. <laughs> not yeah, the next no. <laughs> yes. I love this. And I think you're touching on a super important point when, when we're saying designing your life, it doesn't have to sound so serious, so strict, so fearful. Oh my God, now I'm like creating this huge design of my whole life. And <laughs> not really, like the, the whole point with it is really being playful and thinking um, about it as a kid. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to grow next into? What is the next journey that you're taking? Um, that's really, really good what you just said. Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing it. Uh, I think, yeah, it's. Uh, I hope our audience is uh, enjoying listening to it because this is what we believe in and this is what we also want to share with you that you could take further mm -hmm. into your life. Um, I wanted to change a little bit of direction of our conversation maybe because we're talking about uh, how to <laughs> slowly <laughs> bring the wave. <laughs> uh, how can we, we were talking, how can we... Um, decide if it's the right way to take or or not mm -hmm. how about um how about actually uh creating the opportunities because mm -hmm. so far we talked about when the opportunities come what do we do but do you have some tips uh, or like would you share your experience about um how do you actually create opportunities create the space mm -hmm. for to come and it's also a question to our hosts and audience. Um, do you have some advices? What what helped you on your way to create more opportunities that you could grab? Yeah. Nice one. I think something that I do um, is just 
grabbing them or like reaching out for opportunities proactively. So it's never sitting um, on my couch and waiting for something to come. Sometimes it comes, that's a lucky star. But um, I think it's really, if we're talking about examples, I love writing cold emails. I cold email people <laughs> every day. <laughs> and I also, when there is a dancer or creator I really want to work with, I just reach out and I'm like, hey, um, I really like your stuff. I would love to have something uh, that we collaborate. Um, and I think that this is, a lot of people are fearful of something like this, starting to think, oh my God, what they're gonna think of me. Most of the time, they're not gonna think anything of you. Like, <laughs> like or something good might happen. So, I, I, and I have this mindset in a lot of things in my life that you just, yeah, check and see if it's not, then it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just not gonna think anything <laughs> but yeah. we're always like so like not i don't want to say self-centered but we self-worried maybe mm. because we always think how other people perceive us like what they would think but the reality is they're also so busy with thinking about themselves they wouldn't even spend time on thinking <laughs> oh yeah. why would you do it or why wouldn't you do it <laughs> the truth is is that uh you have not so much time during the day and once you're focused on your agenda then something really like crazy should jump into your way so that you you mm. that that was also this uh this point with attention span that you have like a specific mm -hmm. amount of uh yeah attention you you receive so much information during the day online and offline so it is literally like where your energy goes there it flows because whatever you put on your agenda um that is what you're gonna notice even more yes yeah. yes yes oh, so but i have a i have also a question for you girls uh and for our audience uh whoever is joining right now you're with the alive podcast every monday we are live because we want to create a space for you and us to discuss different topics and um, yes, be more playful with what we talk about in public. Um, so my question would be, what about what about different personality types? What about those people who, because I feel that there are some people who see plenty of opportunities all the time, as we said, like the next big wave is going to be there anyway. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who say, like, I don't see any opportunities. What are you talking about? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> I, I've been sitting at home. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah this is difficult. I really would love our audience to jump in here because I know that, like, we know each other and the three of us are rather similar in this direction, um, being rather the people seeing opportunities and grabbing and jumping. Um, <laughs> what is it? But you see too many, then you can't decide which one to take. <laughs> yeah. But I know also, yeah, it's uh, it's also difficult. Might be difficult to find opportunities. Um, actually, I want to touch upon that in regard to the comment from Paula. Hi, Paula. Thanks for commenting. So she said about being a yes person. So um, I think she's writing that. The more you say yes, the, um, the more opportunities will come, right? Uh, is it true? 
I love the fact that she's uh, referring to a, the founder of a Swedish creative agency, Snask. So apparently business people also have very wise thoughts on opportunities. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, I have always had more fun saying yes rather than no. Um, yes. And that when <laughs> one is still looking for that sweet spot in their career, they especially, that is the time when they have to keep that in mind. So uh, an interesting perspective as well that uh, the creative, the creative mm -hmm. part and the opportunity doesn't stop when you establish a company and, and a business. What do you think about that? Uh, could you repeat? Yes. So uh, apparently, you could be continuously creative, not only in the beginning of uh, whatever business you have, yeah. or uh, like it's not a one one time experience yeah. being creative with opportunities, oh, yeah. right? That, that's for sure because we change, don't we? Uh, we just don't stay the same, and uh, with the time, our perspective changes, our priority change, our wishes change. So for yeah. sure, it's uh, it's good to try new things instead of just like keep doing the same thing because it's gonna be more satisfactory for us. It's gonna keep us growing and um, yeah, bring us. So coming back to our previous bit, how can people who don't see opportunities push their boundaries? Do they need to at all to push boundaries? Yes. How do mm -hmm. people who don't see any opportunities? keep on changing and growing yeah i think i think that could be a good advice at least from my perspective uh if you one of the persons who looking for opportunities but you can't see just uh maybe as an exercise be this yes person and try different things because until you try it you you maybe you don't you wouldn't know what is actually that you're looking for and uh, i think that's often the case because when people struggle to find what actually they care for what they're looking for uh, then they can't see the opportunities. Um, mm. I believe so. And I think um, I, I was my most of my life, still am, <laughs> trying to be less <laughs> a yes person, <laughs> like like to extreme that I was always saying yes for things because like curiosity is like in my nature, and uh, um, I like trying new things, um, learning new things. So I think by saying yes to different things, uh, small opportunities, big opportunities, it made me realize what is that actually I like doing and um, what is that I want to do more. Because I wouldn't know until I, I try it. Like we just stay in theoretical level, right? But then when I try it, when I experience it, then I actually can say, is it my thing or it's not? And now this, being this yes person before, uh, helped me now to actually navigate what should I say yes to or what should I keep away? Uh, yeah, just like bringing this experience and understanding, um, yeah, with myself, what is important, what is not. And I see interesting comment. Um, Brilliant explanation. <laughs> I think you just, you just uh, put a, gave a point to the discussion going on in the chat right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, Saying no is a hard thing, but also saying yes is a hard thing. So uh, mm. both are completely valid points. It's just a matter of like, what kind of person do you want to be? And where where is your sweet spot? Yeah. And I was thinking maybe one advice that like before we uh, dive into the comments and see um, what our hosts are telling us, I wanted to share an advice that I have 
because we're saying, yeah, what's, what would you do if you don't see any opportunities? I think if you look around first and really like open your eyes for them, you're going to see them. And also there is like the underlay, uh, underlying doubt of, ah, this is not, a, no, this is not for me, or this is not exactly, it's not going to happen exactly as I wanted it. Just leave it. Like don't, don't take it with you and see um, if you really boldly jump into something without questioning it, without um, having any fear or yeah, just thoughts on how it's going to turn out. Maybe you're going to surf on the opportunity for a while. I love it. I yeah, love it. And too. I also wanted to say this reminded me so much of um, when when you are really excited about something, you forget about the fear, right? When you're excited to do something, your your whole it's it's a very interesting state of being. It's just your whole being is so focused towards this excitement of experiencing whatever you're doing um that you just forget about all the fear mm -hmm. and other circumstances mm -hmm. just to it and you enjoy it fully it's yeah it's like for example my example would be dancing because then i really forget about who is watching and what is happening around me but yeah. it could be so many other things i think just like is to stop thinking at that point mm. like overanalyzing i think like many in our society have this tendency to overanalyze what will happen how people are gonna perceive me should i do it like how it's gonna affect me and maybe it's gonna be bad you know all these questions just like running in our head and like making our head busy and like but just it's a really great advice we heard i really love it that just like leave it behind forget it for some time and just go into action because the experience is going to be completely different when you come in with this open mind and without having this predefined mindset. Because if you keep it negative and like maybe fearful, if you enter the experiences, it's going to affect it. It's gonna, it's not going to be as uh, valuable for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just let it go and uh, enjoy, enjoy uh, the experience. Be mm -hmm. present also. <laughs> I enjoy very much having so many people here with us today and I want to say a shout out to Luis, to Charlotte, to pa Paula um, and everybody who is really taking the time to write this. I know it's not exactly a conversation because you have to take the time and type everything down, but we really appreciate it. And I would ask you, girl, maybe to go through the comments while I am. I have a like very random fact to share um, and then we can uh, jump with the comments of our audience. So today I was wondering I very often struggle with being overwhelmed by choice and opportunities. Um, and it always just seems too much. And I can't decide being from a smaller scale on like what to wear today or eat today to much, much bigger scale. So I researched a bit and apparently there is um, people can't really make a proper or effective choice when there are more than three to five things to choose from. So sometimes a very good advice is to limit things because then uh, when you narrow, you can first ideate as always in, um, in design, you can gather a lot of opportunities, you can gather a lot of ideas, but it's incredibly important at some point to really narrow down to three to five, mm. then make the best decision. Yes. Um, I'm heading to you to know what's our audience in yeah, whole. So many great comments. Um, maybe I'll go a little bit backwards because Louis was saying that he's a, how do you call it? Um, being over curious. And I think I'm the same kind of person, <laughs> so I can really relate to it. <laughs> I know what really helped me 
um, because we talked about taking opportunities or just like letting them go. It's actually changing the mindset instead of like telling yourself that you let them go, you actually park them because you have so much time ahead of you. And let's say I want to do ceramic course, but no, I now I know it's like I have full plate of other things and it's just like I don't have space for another hobby or something in my calendar. So instead of saying like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying I can do it in, in some years in future. It doesn't ha have to happen now. So my mind was like, okay, so like having this perspective of something coming in future, it's actually something exciting because, uh, yeah, I know I don't have to let it go completely just for now and then focus on the other things. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I actually have a tip to elaborate on because I'm the same with plenty of ideas and I like sometimes I feel so overwhelmed that it's just painful so <laughs> I came up with a with a technique for myself I created the idea jar idea uh, jar yes yes love the idea jar <laughs> that you just play somewhere in your room and then you you maybe pick up you want to pick up different type of post-its um different colors so it would be big ideas small ideas doable ones whatever type of ideas you have or projects um and you just park them in the jar and when they're in the jar they're completely safe trust me on that <laughs> then whenever you have the time and the mind space for that you just pick up one idea and you're like yes you're the next one to go mm -hmm. so uh that's it's a great tip yeah i love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. also on some of the other comments um both paula and charlotte um mentioned something very important that we forget it's the people. It is the people around us that are inspiring and also the people who are allowing themselves to think bigger in terms of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe to share something on that note, I want to lead us back to the me metaphor of the ocean. I love that because it is so replicable to life, I think. There are plenty of aspects in the ocean. Um, but I was thinking about the ocean, like in the ocean, there are plenty of different species, right? There are small fish and like big fishes and sharks and octopuses and uh, corals as well. So in terms of that, I feel that the different species, they have their own, um, their own reality bubble, which is very much connected to the species that are similar to themselves and also the ones that are dangerous and probably the ones that are maybe a bit interesting but i don't really relate to them so i don't care what they're doing i just we just coexist in this in this universe um so in terms of that i thought we are kind of wired to pay attention to the things that matter to us just because we are in this specific reality bubble but there are also different layers of the ocean. Mm -hmm. So if you intentionally decide to dive down or go up on the surface and float a bit, then there are also different states of exploration. And in terms of that, like if you reach out to different species, maybe you befriend somebody new that would show you a different la layer of like of the ocean. Um, and no matter what, I think because of these interactions, because of our interactions or the the interactions in the ocean, the ecosystem will benefit anyway. This is what keeps <laughs> us alive. <laughs> Forward action initiative. And even if you just stay passive, like the, the whole ocean environment will still continue existing. 
but before I miss the fun, <laughs> that is the question you have to answer yourself. <laughs> I really want yeah. to hear about. I think Dio wins the um, the award for best metaphor for the evening. <laughs> we have it. We have the winner. Thank you, Mom and Dad of Dio, for that. Um, but no, I what I wanted to say is that it's super important what you're saying, and also um, just touching on like creating or exploring opportunities with others. Very often, com opportunities comes just because we co-live and co-share <laughs> this life experience with others. And it's not only about thinking, networking for the sake of maybe an opportunity coming, but also giving opportunities. Um, so often I find myself, uh, as I said, um, overwhelmed by opportunities and a lot of things coming around. And sometimes you see, you start meet, match, 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 matching. Well, this is not a word, but uh, connecting the, the right people. How is it? Matchmatching? No? <laughs> no, match, 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 matchmaking. Matchmaking, let's go. Okay. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> yeah. So it's really connecting the right people with the right projects and creating opportunities with others when sometimes you have to say no, other people can say yes. Or Daya, you put it very nice in words uh, that sometimes one's ecosystem will benefit anyway <laughs> so i think yeah. <laughs> an ecosystem yeah um this is very like super nice what you're saying because that giving giving opportunities is also an important point mm. because i feel like maybe it is a challenge of the age maybe we are in our age people are going for uh goals and achievements and they want to be educated and they want to move forward so they're more really maybe a little bit more self-centric just in terms of where do I want to go in life and I feel that people from um, like elderly people or experienced people they very much are oriented towards supporting young young generation um, I have seen many people who out of curiosity and interest are connecting to young people and trying to mentor them or help them give them ideas and advice from experience and this is totally um, like given from the heart just just this kind of and, and it feels like you are we are not completely whole if we don't share wholesome. Uh, whole yeah like wholesome wholesome yes <laughs> we're not uh, yeah we feel the needs that it's like there is a human need of of sharing yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree in that. And I think maybe it also comes with also the age, as you said, uh, because then we, in some way, get the confidence that new opportunities will come. We're not afraid that we're like losing our opportunities, and uh, we are willing to share it with the other people. And it's also a time that comes with the experience. Uh, yeah, I believe so, at least. Mm. Wow, I really love our conversation. Like we're touching upon all the different sides of it, and our hosts and audience are so engaged. Uh, I just realized it's like we have our last five minutes, um, and the time always so goes so quickly. <laughs> Maybe it would be nice to come back to um, why did we connect this topic to life design in mm. the first place? Mm. You have some thoughts coming in. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this was really an open question. 
to me um it's really exactly what we already touched on um being knowing your compass starting with who you are where you what do you want from life uh, realizing that there is not this one right path that everybody finds but everybody has their own and you really have to um align it with your values um and then go for it and by go for it i mean seeking opportunities um diving into them and waiting for the big wave or jumping into small and really just testing out different ideas so all of these like different um i think yeah ocean of opportunities today really gave a very nice overview of the whole um life design process that we go through from um gathering ideas gathering opportunities now we're narrowing them down choosing and then not agonize, agonizing um over what we've chosen but really go with it and know that this is the right path and the next wave wave is going to come um soon and yeah just playing around with it back to playfulness <laughs> <laughs> yes so true um yeah because our life is all about how do we make our decision which opportunities do we take how do we navigate it so i feel this topic is very relevant about when we when it comes to shaping our life because life is not just given to us we just we also actively create our life path of course yes it's yeah. our life path it's very unique mm. and personal and it depends on us how we're gonna live our life so it's very important to yeah be satisfied uh with it and um doing it with the life design mindset it can really help mm. yes 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 <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, and I also think that um, it is a really good, like to me, Ocean of Opportunities and Life Design, they're both uh, connected by the mindset. It's I feel that mostly it starts with the mindset. It's all about understanding what are your mental patterns, maybe, and what are your beliefs, what are, what is what is your background? Where does where do those beliefs come from? And um, are they really true for today? Are they really the person who are you who you are today, or they're more built in time and collected over time, but they don't really lead you or help you in the in the direction that you have chosen for yourself for the future? So I would really say it's it's about the mindset how we approach life. Um, choosing to see the opportunities, choosing to reaching out, choosing to to collaborate with other people and to share our ideas. For example, that's also a big fear. Uh, do I share my idea or I just take it for myself and try to make something out of it? Um, and if we if we think about it on a bigger bigger scale, I think it's more fun to try out things to. Um, to initiate, if you if you need if you need to see something existing like a new community, a new project, or new initiative, just start it, talk about it, voice it out. People might have the same idea, but they're not really encouraged to do so. And then when you go through this experience, you have such a good story to tell afterwards, like even learnings and maybe even more. Mm -hmm. But at least the story will be there for the generations to come. <laughs> Super valid. 
Daya, I think this was a great, great, great wrap up of the session. And I think you put everything really nicely together. Um, Vika, do you want to say something? Or? Yeah. Uh, actually, I just want to say that as usually, we give a challenge by the end of the session. And um, so I just wanted to say, um, just gathering all those learnings from today. Um, we have keep comments keep coming and I'm very curious through them as well. <laughs> but as a challenge, if you if you guys um, are on the side where you don't see the opportunities, um, we would challenge you to become this yes person for a little while, just to try out new things. Um, don't be afraid to jump in into new projects and not knowing the outcome because this is about testing it and trying out different things until you find the things that are important for you and that you will want to continue in future. But if you're on the other side, if you're the person that's being overwhelmed with over curiosity and keep taking new projects, um, we would encourage you and challenge you. Next time it happens, um, try to say no. And <laughs> not try to say, say no. <laughs> Pass it to no. another person. In this one, uh, try to think about someone from your creative environment or not creative, like people who can benefit from this opportunity. From in, so at this moment, just stop thinking, how can I take this opportunity? How can I fit in my schedule and then be overwhelmed? Just say no to it and pass it to another person that could benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that would be a challenge for this week. <laughs> we will make sure to uh, catch up on this challenge maybe a little bit later this week and see. We will love to hear your stories, successes or failures and just see how this is going yeah for me it's so crazy how one one hour just passed and like the whole idea of time in the past one month is very weird and i have to think that time flies really uh probably it's not only me but thank you everybody for being here um oh no yes i hear you but i don't see you okay don't okay. leave me alone <laughs> oh here don't worry <laughs> All right, this is me and my voices. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who was here and took the time to chat with us and give us your inputs. It was really, really great for us to feel your energy coming also, uh, because it's one thing for us three to just chat and it's also other to have your input. So we really, really appreciate it. Uh, we hope we planted some seeds um, for you for the whole upcoming week or maybe even more uh, to think on to challenge yourself and to really um yeah have this idea of life design um girls are you there from under ocean waters <laughs> <laughs> we're still here and we want to add the last thing maybe yes yeah. i would love to add that i am so grateful for today for all your comments and your energy you cannot imagine how supportive we felt and how excited about this topic and how it, like we felt also your excitement. So we would love to give more of your, like of those kind of uh, episodes further, help us with that, give us examples of topics that you would like to discuss and vote for the next topic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you from my side. Yes. Have a great week. Thank you guys. Take care and mm -hmm. see you next Monday. Yes. Bye. 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 Thank you.